Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is embrace the unexpected. There's something lurking behind the pages of your story, something creeping between the diligent, predictable lines you've written. There's a new way the story could go, a surprise hunting the characters around every corner. Where is this story going? How is it going to take us in surprising new directions? For those of us who have read and written a great deal of stories, it's easy to imagine a story formula, a place that the story is expected to go. The early pages of a story, in fact, are designed to aim us smoothly down a chute and on the pathway of the story's direction. Without that smooth chute, we feel a little at a loss, unsure of the characters, the setting, the problem, the sense of their motivation. We rely upon these patterns and upon the predictable. But somewhere down that long straight tunnel, we readers start to wonder why we're reading. If the story is only delivering a package we've received many times before, it's not going to stick in our minds. It's not going to move us, to thrill us, to unsettle us. We're creatures of habit, but we crave novelty, too. This week, I'm encouraging you to embrace the unexpected thing that's been lurking around the edges of your story. Consider the classic Chekhov story in the horse cart, in which a schoolteacher named Maria must ride to town and encounters the local wealthy eccentric landowner on the way. Maria is bored, lonely, and depressed. She feels trapped in her job, unappreciated and put upon, and her life hasn't panned out the way she hoped. Enter the surprisingly handsome landowner. It seems he is appearing as a kind of solution to her problems and to the story's problems. Maybe he will be a love interest. Maybe Maria will be swept off her feet. The story flirts with this idea, and Maria briefly entertains the idea of what it would be like to be desired by him and to be a wife. But no, the story has other plans. The landowner goes on his way, and the horse cart continues to town. There are other encounters here, other people to meet, other taverns to pass by, other challenges to face, and the problems Maria faces can't easily be solved by a handsome stranger. The problem is within herself, in the way she is missing the world, all its beauty and ugliness passing her by. The story isn't a morality play. It's for you to decide what Maria is missing and what she is getting wrong or right in her own life. But it's consistently interesting, always moving, just as the horse cart keeps rattling and bumping down the country road on the way to town. If the love interest were the eventual destination, then we'd breathe a little sigh as readers, and we'd begin to skim, because we'd recognize the pattern. Now we could relax. We could read with half attention. Chekhov never gives us that chance. He keeps the story moving on into new surprises and new encounters. So this week, consider what surprises and encounters are waiting in your story or in an alternate version of your story. The moment you see a pattern beginning to emerge, make a new paragraph in your document and force your character either to leave the current room or to have someone say something surprising, inappropriate, or cruel. Then run with the story and run with the fallout. This week's reading recommendation is the book of Form and Emptiness by Ruth Ozeki. 
I'm such a huge fan of Ozeki's work. Every one of her novels that I've read so far has been funny and sad and philosophical and strange. It breaks a lot of rules, I think, in its willingness to be somewhat talky and to engage with big ideas, but it's always interesting, and I'm so happy to report that The Book of Form and Emptiness is, again, a thrilling read. It is difficult to summarize. It has some experimental elements. It's about a boy and his troubled relationship with his mother, who has uh, a serious hoarding problem, at the same time that the boy is, is plagued by the voices of objects speaking around him and demanding uh, assistance or, or compelling him to do awful things. It's a struggle with different mental issues for both of the characters, but it's also very much engaged with Zen concepts of attachment, delusion, self-awareness, and impermanence. And the book engages with these concepts in really thought-provoking ways. I highly recommend The Book of Form and Emptiness. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes. Thank you.